Hello, and welcome to this edition of Advice Worth Keeping, KPMG's podcast series in which we interview KPMG leadership and subject matter experts, as well as third-party and client executives and thought leaders on key global business, socioeconomic, and geopolitical market trends and topics. My name is Stan Lapique, the lead market research and thought leadership effort for the KPMG Global Management Consulting Practice, and I'm your host for this podcast series. Pleased to have with us here today Mr. Matthew Campbell. Matt is a member of the U.S. firm. He's a managing director and part of the leadership of the People and Change Practice and also a regular on the show. So, Matt, thanks for joining us here again today on Advice Worth Keeping. Great to be with you, Stan. What we're going to talk about today is a broad topic, and that's the workforce of the future. And that's obviously something that's very critical and something that Matt and his practice and his team has been working on with our client base, as well as doing some very good research and thought leadership around this topic. So when we talk about the workforce of the future in the context of this podcast, it's about how this workforce requires a move away from functions providing transactional support to the organization And moving beyond that to focus on the talent that can identify opportunities to drive value and provide advice to influence and improve business decisions. With this podcast, we're going to explore the role of the strategic business partner and how this very critical role will help shape the way organizations manage the future of their business. So Matt, maybe to start out with, if you could define for our listeners some of the characteristics and behaviors of a strategic business partner. So for example, what are some of the skill sets that are required that this partner needs to possess? And how is that different from some of the competencies that were required and focused on historically within the workforce? I think where we're going with the idea of the business partner, particularly a strategic business partner these days, the concept's been around for a long time. And we work with a lot of clients in the space who say, well, we have business partners, but we're not sure we get any value out of that model. What we've discovered in our research with clients is that most business partners are usually helping a client just get through the processes they have in place. What we're really differentiating ourselves when we think about the strategic business partner going forward is really digging into how well they understand the business, how well they understand the external landscape and market that the business is in, and the mindset that they bring to that so they can really influence the strategy behind that. And from their functional perspective, preempt what those different needs might be so that we're not just helping a business at a a functional level make decisions, but we're really thinking about the knock-on effects, what's driving us externally, as well as how do we achieve things internally. So a big focus there in terms of how do you actually have that strategic mindset. I think the next big thing is around relationship management. And again, really understanding what are the needs of the different leaders that you would be supporting as a business partner? How do those needs change? What's the style of those leaders that you are supporting and their own preferences in terms of how they want to communicate or integrate? How well can you actually explain the value proposition that you bring to them and why you are a necessary part of their ecosystem? And then how do you actually help them have those wins? So thinking about managing those relationships on an ongoing basis in a structured way is a really different sort of approach. So thinking about what's the mix of services that this business group would need what will we actually need to do to help them think through those areas? And then how do we actually influence and become a meaningful part of those leaders' decisions? 
Another key piece that's implicit within that is around having that results orientation. Again, not getting caught up in internal processes, but rather how do we really understand what the leader needs to do and then we support what that leader is trying to achieve, but at the same time being specific with them as to what are the risks and implications along the way. Big idea here is move away from how do I get things done into the organization to what is it that we need to do for the organization to be successful. Clearly a very uh, important role as you describe it and a role that most organizations could use more of. How do you measure or how does an organization measure the effectiveness of this type of role? How do you know if a strategic partner is doing what it should? How do you measure the value? So you just mentioned results orientation. Is it looking at the results that are derived from the support of the strategic partner? How would an organization know if they're doing a good job at this? Is this something you can quantifiably measure or is it more of a gut feel that this role is important and if it's performed well, it'll be self-evident? So it's a bit of a yin and yang. There's two sides to this. Most organizations, when they talk about the effectiveness of their business partners, will literally reach out to stakeholders and say, hey, is, say, Mary giving you what you need? And people are like, oh, we like Mary. And what that isn't giving us is a real sense of effectiveness as to how well that business partner is performing. So that's where, again, defining what the services are, the frequency of those services, and how you're going to engage in a really thoughtful way and developing an action plan around that is really important so that there is essentially a stake in the ground to come back and look at that level of performance. When we look at how people contributing and make that difference in the organization, it varies a bit. So for some business partners, you almost do need that navigator transactional type role where there's a lower level of maturity. But as that maturity increases in the business partner, the focus should be more oriented to how do you actually generate value and how do you generate business performance. From a finance perspective, that could be about the financial performance of the organization. If it's in human resources, it's probably about the talent performance of the organization and your ability to acquire and engage, develop that talent. If it's from a procurement perspective, it would be around the overall vendor relationship matrix and how well that's performing. So each different area that has these business partner roles is going to measure that slightly different, but it should all come back to a clear determination as to what was the service level and how well are you engaging with stakeholders around it. It shouldn't be how much we like someone. It should almost be about how much challenge does that person give us in how we deliver the work and the contribution that we're making. So Matt, could you maybe give us an example or two of a scenario with a client where they've had some success with the strategic business partner role in general, how they measure that success and to your prior point, how they measure the effectiveness of the role? We've worked with a few clients, particularly in their finance functions lately, where finance is increasingly being asked to do more than the traditional accounting or planning processes. So within that, what we've really been working with those teams is to really step back and look at do they understand the nature of the business that they're in, the nature of the industry, how their business either has flickness or friction relative to their competitors, and then taking that and looking at that from a financial perspective. Tying into that, of course, your traditional planning processes for the finance function and also making sure that you've got the data so you can bring those insights, but really digging into that conversation around, well, what is our business and what is the financial model against it? And it's sometimes a bit shocking as to people not realizing that that gap is there. How we actually get some of the additional performance out of that is, like I was just talking about, working through that menu of services with those client groups 
and then looking at what are the competencies that we have behind that. Again, we're looking at relationship management and the ability to actually influence, negotiate, and make difference in the organization. Clearly today in the market, a big factor and collective set of technologies and services that's affecting every business and every role in the business is collectively digital, whether that's intelligent automation, process automation, artificial intelligence, a whole range of technologies and services that are creating great opportunities as well as great challenges for organizations. How does this new technology landscape influence the need for a strategic business partner and perhaps change the characteristics required of that partner as compared to, say, five years ago? I think there's probably two big ways that it's influencing and impacting. One is the speed at which we can do things now means that organizations are moving faster. The landscape of our competitors around us is also moving faster, which means we have to be really quick and thoughtful at the same time in terms of how we make decisions in business. And part of that means providing the right insight and advice. Which brings me to the second area, which is really around the data, where frequently we've got huge amounts of data that we have access to, but not necessarily sure how that all sits together and whether that actually gives us an informed decision or not. Because often the data that we're looking at will be conflicting. So understanding again what the value drivers of our business are and how we actually create value and or preserve value in an organization becomes a really key thing for business partners to understand. The role of the business partner is where they can really add the most value and thinking through as we're being disrupted, as we take on and adopt new technology, How do we actually leverage value out of all of these pieces? And again, stepping back to take that more holistic strategic view to provide the business with good insight. So last question, Matt, the role that you're describing of the strategic business partner clearly requires different skills than may have been in organizations and functions in the past. So do most organizations have the talent they need to perform this role? And it's really changing the nature of the work that individuals are doing, shifting them from transactional support to be able to spend the time to do more strategic work? Or is it a scenario where perhaps different talent is needed? Can you upskill and free up traditional talent to perform this role? Or does it also require looking at different sources of talent to be able to provide the level of strategic partner capabilities that are optimally required in an organization? Stan, it's a really interesting and challenging question. We would assume, for instance, that people within the finance function would be the best ones to provide advice on finance. Usually what we're helping our clients do in this space at the moment is starting to retrain them to move away from being really good at doing things in the organization to asking the what if questions and the scenario-based questions, which is a different type of skill and a different type of thinking. So a lot of people have the domain knowledge, but they may not actually have the experiences or previously even the permission to have been out there challenging the business in terms of how they actually work and do things. So it is a different skill. It does require people to be retrained or to come from different parts of the organization where they've previously been given permission to challenge in a helpful way how a business unit or a business overall is performing. But it is a different type of skill set that needs to be in place because there's a lot more human skills associated in terms of How do you negotiate and influence the role so you have valid permission to do the work, but then doing that work in a thoughtful way so that it builds credibility, transparency, and trust in the relationship rather than simply, again, being reduced to a transactional answer, which could be the best possible analysis in the world, but fails to influence because it doesn't have the human relations to go with it. 
So Matt, as usual, very good stuff and very good strategic insights. Uh, certainly a, a critical role in organizations and one that will only become more critical going forward. Thanks for your time today. And I encourage our listeners to take a look at some additional materials that Matt and his team have developed. There's a paper on this topic that there's a link to off of the landing page for this podcast, as well as a lot of additional materials Matt and the people in change practice have put together. So Matt, thank you for your time today. And we'll have to get back with you again to continue the discussion on the future of the workforce and the future of talent. Thanks, Dan. And you can find the links to the items you referenced in the show today below the podcast. If you're online, of course, the URL for that is kpmg.com slash US slash podcast. That's a wrap. Thanks for your participation. 